Welcome into A to Z Sports Primetime from the Superbook Sports Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising, and I am proud, as always, to be presented to you by Superbook Sports. Now that we know the schedule, the betting lines can start to come out. Superbook.com is where you go. Get the best odds boost and promo bets when you download the Superbook app. Gary Ashton and the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. The Intel Edge is what you need to succeed. Go to GaryAshton.com for more information. And TrueMath Fitness in the Gulch. Your first workout is free at TrueMath.com. As a Middle Tennessee resident, go check out all of their great group workout classes or personal training with TrueMathFitness.com. So the schedule is out. We'll put it back up on the screen for you guys to... uh, take a look at and to be able to dissect and diagnose yourself um gary says he loves the schedule they can uh he thinks the titans can definitely steal a playoff spot uh let's see uh weeks four through six are going to be tough um that's the bengals at colts and the london ravens game before you get a bye uh there's a lot of different ways that you can look at and analyze the schedule but here's the one thing that i don't want us to do tonight okay um you know Maybe uh, Austin and Zach in the morning will have you do record predictions. We're not going to do that tonight. I don't like doing. Uh, I don't like doing strength of schedule stuff based off last year's win loss records because I think that shit doesn't matter. I think it matters, in fact, as little as anything humanly possible towards a season when there's so much turnover on rosters, coaches, so many th- different things that are not predictive based on last year's outcomes. So. I think that tonight we're going to diagnose the schedule in a couple of different ways. But first, I want to start with your Two Rivers Ford take, if you would be so kind. On Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch, you tell me how you feel about the Titans schedule situation uh, with the question that I'm going to ask you as soon as I can find my text messages from Bert. How about this? (laughs) Uh, In the comment section. If you would be so kind, which Titans home game are you most looking forward to on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch? Which home game are you most looking forward to based on this schedule? We will talk about it together right after I remind you uh, that the primetime show is made possible by Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet award-winning customer service, and quality American-made Ford vehicles. Nobody has been more trustworthy in Middle Tennessee than Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So which home game are you most looking forward to at this point? Uh, Cordy Jackson says London versus Baltimore. Let's go. That's a home game, right? I'm excited. That's that's probably my answer, Corey. Uh, I think that game is going to be spectacular. Um, The Bengals, says Lewis Duffield. The Bengals, let's see when the Bengals are here in Tennessee. Uh, week four here in Nissan Stadium. I know a lot of Titans fans will look forward to that to try and get one over on them. Uh, Bork says, Buck, can you not travel to Miami so you can put up with the Monday Night Football B team with the rest of us? No, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to take my uh, my work trip to Miami, and I'm, hell, I'm probably going to go down. I'll probably go down Friday. I'll probably make a whole uh, ordeal out of it because that is a Monday Night Football game, kids, and I am excited about that. One of my best friends my college roommate uh lives in uh, one of my college roommates i've lived with four other dudes for three years and you know that'll that'll either make you hate each other or grow you infinitely closer with those people than you ever thought you could be with any other human being so i'm looking forward to <laughs> miami in week 14 for monday night football because uh, i've got some people to see and of course i love miami i love south florida 
Um, I think there's a couple of different things. Now, the, the answer is probably the Ravens game for me personally, because, you know, I love I love the London series. I love being able to cover these games and I love being able to make these trips. But as you look through the schedule, there's a uh, there's a lot of different elements of this that I find to be interesting. Um, again, that three straight uh, that three straight uh, road trip stretch. That is not ideal. Um, now, they will do that at that point after they've had the bye, and they'll have a home game against, against Atlanta. But the Steelers, um, you know, is always going to be a tough game no matter what their situation is, and I one would assume that they would be able to improve upon last year, and they still found a way inexplicably to win nine games, much to Bert, uh, Bert's dismay. The Buccaneers is fascinating because I have no idea who's going to be playing quarterback for them at that point. Week ten is uh, week ten is kind of a novelty uh, for the Bucks game, and at Tampa Bay is going to be particularly interesting. And then the Jags because that'll be the first divisional game that you will have had in six weeks. And of course Jacksonville uh, getting the um, I guess that wasn't an upset in week eighteen, but pulling off the win and in situation that'll be your first opportunity to go back down to Jacksonville and see if you can't make them uh, pay for that. So, uh, Bork says, I don't, I didn't know the NFL even allowed three road games in a row. I think they've done that a couple of times to teams like the Bucks with Jameis Winston. I feel like that was a thing. Jared Gibson says we go 15-2. and two. Yeah, see, that's why I'm not going to do record predictions. I think that, I think that should be so dumb. I just, you have no idea. <laughs> you have no idea. Even if you're serious, Jared, which, of course, you couldn't possibly be looking at this roster and predict with any degree of confidence 15-2. and two. Although, if you are, God love you because you – People like you keep me in business, Jared. Uh, that is that is a uh, that is a wonder to behold. But I will say, uh, I will say that trying to I'm, I I just got I got I got no interest in it. Right? I just think it's a useless exercise, and I'd rather I'd rather go through and, and talk about the ways uh, talk about these things in ways that we know how to do. Now, what what are teams going to look at? Right? Teams are going to look at stretches with back to back home games. They're going to look to where their divisional. Uh, opponents are they're going to look where their bye week is and this team has a bye week in week seven uh justin says so three in a row isn't that bad with the mini buy that sounds like a pr agent for the nfl right that's the justification and you know i mean factually accurate justin i would i would imagine that that would be the explanation now the uh in the details that the titans sent out officially with their schedule i'll go some of the highlights that they uh, pointed out when they sent us all this press release about uh, it wasn't quite an hour before uh, the schedule officially went out, but they sent us a couple of things here. Uh, as you look week by week, uh, season opener, New Orleans is going to be interesting, right? It's a it's a road game. It's the first time that the Titans have played um, at the Superdome since 2015, which was Mike Malarkey's first game as interim head coach. Um, the first home game is the Chargers. And the last time the Titans hosted the Chargers um, in a home opener was back in 2013, which, as a matter of fact, was a Titans win. Uh, it was the first of two consecutive Titans wins uh, in that series against the uh, Chargers because Ryan Tannehill's first start was a win over the Chargers at home October 20th, 2019. Um, Chargers last beat the Titans, of course, last year. Pretty close game with Justin Herbert, um, the uh, former sixth overall pick, and that should be a, comp a compelling one. Even though the Baltimore game is in London, like I do think that the I do think that the home games are fascinating, right? You got Bryce Young in Week Twelve, which I know a lot of people are excited about. You've got the two rookie quarterbacks who are in the AFC South in Weeks Thirteen and Fifteen with Stroud 
uh, or rather Richardson and Stroud, respectively. Uh, Seattle is, you know, I'm curious to see what the Seahawks look like. I, frankly, I'm, I'm really looking forward to watching Geno Smith with all those skill position players. So I hope everybody's healthy by the time the Sea Seahawks get here in week 16. And then, uh, uh, a rare home finale. Titans haven't had a home finale. I'm trying to think of the last time I would have to go back through my notes. It's been a couple of years. Um, but a home finale in particular is, uh, is something that I don't think they've done. I don't think they've had one since maybe the COVID season. No, I don't even think that was the COVID season because that was Derrick Henry, uh, broke the 2000 yards rushing mark in the COVID season. So that would have been at Houston. Um, yeah, so that's a, an interesting schedule note just in the middle of that. And of course their divisional opponents and the Jags coming to Nashville after you having to play the Jags in Jacksonville last year with the division on the line would be a fascination. Uh, Maserati Max says, Buck, I think I'm going to fly from Bermuda to London to watch, uh, uh, to watch. Hopefully I run into you. Well, listen, Mac, we're going to have all kinds of cool stuff going on, uh, with the radio station. Obviously I'll be there for both entities, one Oh four, five and, and, uh, Titans radio and A to Z sports. Um, Bert says that you're not a real person that you're going to fly from Bermuda to, uh, London with a name like Maserati Mac. Well, listen, if, uh, if you are a real person, then I'm very envious of your entire existence. And apparently so is Bert in the comment section, uh, five home games in the last seven games says Eric Castillo. That is another important thing to keep an eye on. That will be beneficial. Now, uh, again, those back-to-back stretchers are what's critical in there, right? Because they only had one stint in 2022 where they had back-to-back home games it was the Texans um and then on a short week it was the Cowboys on Thursday night football so they played the Texans on a Sunday turn around that Thursday and played the uh played the Dallas Cowboys so they did not benefit really from the back-to-back home game because it was a short week with that Thursday night game in the middle of there so with all that being said I think there's a variety of different ones that you could pick from um uh, just a quick reminder that the primetime show is made possible by Superbook Sports. Plug in the promo code ATOZ, that's A2Z, for a great wager. They'll match your first bet up to $250 with that promo code ATOZ. Whether you're betting the Boston Celtics and the Philadelphia 76ers tonight or the NHL postseason, Carolina trying to keep their Stanley Cup hopes alive. Superbook Sports is your place to wager no matter what time of year it is. So download the Superbook Sports app. Go to Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. Will we have some home field advantage late in the season? We were terrible at home, says Jacob Ray. Well, I mean, you were terrible. You were terrible everywhere, to be transparent, right? Like, um, you lost seven straight games, so home or away, it didn't really... Didn't really matter. I'll pull up their, I'll pull up their 2022 schedules just so I can be specific about their home situation. So they lost to the Giants at home, right? Uh, they had a really good stretch where they ended up seven and three and managed things okay. And then they lost how many? They lost seven straight, and in those seven ga- seven straight games was four home games. Um, they lost to the Bengals, Jags, Texans, and Cowboys all at home last season in the middle of that seven game stretch. So. You know, I home field advantage. I don't think it's got anything to do with home field advantage. I think it was just a shitty football team, right? I don't think there's anything to indicate 
that that was indicative of, uh, you know, I mean, there were there were terrible atmospheres for some of the home games because it was a bad football team, right? I I don't blame people for not wanting to spend their Christmas Eve when it was the coldest uh, game on record at Nissan Stadium on Christmas Eve where they have to delay it an hour and a half or an hour um, because there's power grid issues and they couldn't get that thing off the ground, right? Remember uh, rolling uh, rolling blackouts before one of the uh, one of the Titans games. Um, so, you know, I I struggle to I struggle to like fault Titans fans who don't want to go to these things um, later in the year uh, when you know in in that situation, right? It's I'm not I'm not going to sit there and tell you that you need to be spending your money for a week. You know, what was what was the uh, what was the real middle of that downtrodden? Right. Like it, when the when the uh, Texans came to town on Christmas Eve, Christmas Eve is the best example with Malik Willis starting at quarterback and you can't beat the Houston Texans who have a dual car- starting quarterback situation and you fall under 500 to go seven and eight. Like I'm not mad at people who don't show up for that game. And I'm not mad at, you know, it's, it, I, I, I have. I'm never going to get mad at you guys for not going to games because I don't spend money to go to these things. I'm paid to go to these things. I'm not going to get mad at you because you don't want to spend your money and you'd rather watch your football team at home. Like, I totally get that. So, home field advantage. Um, the Titans have never really – there have been moments. Like, I could probably count on one hand when I felt like the Titans' home field advantage actually factored in to the outcome of a game – that I have covered. So this will be season number seven for me, uh, covering the Tennessee Titans in a full-time capacity. I could probably count uh, five times, maybe six. Um, I'd be willing to give you a pinky finger on the second hand. I could probably count six, five or six times where that home field atmosphere has actually felt like a legit home field atmosphere. And listen, that's not that I'm not, I'm not fan shaming or crowd shaming. I'm just saying, like, that's, you know, from my perspective, when I travel to these road games and I see different atmospheres, some are bad, some are, you know, like the Titans, some are, you know, better, right? That's that's not uncommon, and depending on the the quality of the game or the quality of the opponent or the impact of, of the divisional conference, whatever the case may be, like, all those different things. Um, I think that, uh, I think that when you, when you look at home field advantage at Nissan, it's just, it's not something that you ever count on, right? Especially with the n- number of opposing fans that always travel, uh, always travel to Nashville because they want to make a weekend out of it. Uh, Jared Gibson says, Buck, the fans need to be shamed. Get louder, people. No, I mean, well, listen, they don't need to be shamed. Like that's, and I, we're, we're not going to get in on a whole different tangent. We're here to talk schedule tonight. But like, if you want to shame your fellow fan, you are entitled to do so. The person who, doesn't pay for parking, doesn't pay for a ticket, doesn't have to worry about personal seat licenses or all these other things, future costs in the new stadium, because I know where my press box seat is going to be. I know that there's going to be free food behind me for four hours, and I know I'm there to work a game. Like, I'm not going to be the one who gets after people who don't want to spend money on a Titans game, right? Because that's not that's not my experience. So if you guys want to bicker amongst yourselves, you're welcome to do so, but you're not going to, I'm not going to give you any heat for it. Um, I'm, I'm the last person who would, uh, who would do that at this point. Leo says, I lose my voice every game I attend. And some fans go that hard, right? Well, Leo, like I love, I love fans like Leo because they make my work atmosphere more fun. 
it's not, you know, obviously the players are on the field and it's not about the people who are there to cover the game or anything like that. But like, I, I legitimately enjoy going to work when there's a great home atmosphere. And, um, I haven't gotten, I haven't gotten a ton of those at this point. Um, so I think uh, Dustin Benton says you was, you were wrong, Buck. Yes, I was wrong about the number of primetime games that they got. Did you see a uh, bird? I don't know if you noticed this either. Um, I don't know why I'm talking to you like you, I, you're going to talk back to me at this point on camera, but, um, neither the Colts nor the Texans got a primetime game this year. That was pretty surprising to me. Um, I did not, uh, I did not expect that the second overall pick and the fourth overall pick would not be featured in a single primetime game at this point. When you look at the, uh, I'll pull up both the Colts, uh, the Colts and the Texans schedule, just so I can give you kind of a, uh, an outlook of that. Of course, the Titans have two national, three nationally televised games, two in primetime and one in London. Uh, for the Colts, looking at it at this point, um, and if you'll give me one second, I'll pull it up for you. So the Colts do not, and they have the uh, they have the New England game, right, on November the 12th. It's a nationally televised broadcast. But beyond that, there is nothing from Indianapolis uh, that will be featured in prime time, uh, to the best of my knowledge looking at this. The Texans did not receive a prime time game either. Looking through this, though they will, let's uh, see their schedule as I jump from schedule to schedule here. Uh, yeah, not they have a 305 game because they're hosting Denver. But other than that, they don't even have a Thursday night football game uh, as far as I can tell. Yeah, the Texans don't have the Texans aren't on Thursday night football this year. Now, Sunday night Sunday in week 18 uh, is marked as TBD. So if that is a game with divisional uh implications they're at indianapolis perhaps they will get a primetime game out of that in houston um but i uh i'm I, if you're a titans fan you should i mean i you know not that this necessarily matters uh as somebody who lives in texas the cowboys do not deserve five four primetime games i'm surprised they got that few to be honest with you uh everyone disrespect the titans don't talk about their defense just want offense well yeah, I mean that's because that's the uh, that's the nature of the league that we live in. I'd rather watch touchdowns than tackles for loss any day. I, I think any rational person would who's there for the entertainment. Now, you know, if you're talking about the competitiveness of your, of your football team, of course defense matters. But if you're talking about what most people care about, yeah, I care about touchdowns and wide receivers and tight ends and quarterbacks. Uh, as a fan, if I'm watching it as a fan, but um, you know, I understand that. Defense matters too. B French says, "Can we get Bert's take on the schedule?" Uh, well, Burke would uh, Bert would give you some uh, Bert would give you some Ravens insights. I'm certain, um, but he does, in fact, tell us that they both have to play Baltimore, Houston, and Indianapolis in the first three weeks with rookie quarterbacks. So while Baltimore's defense hasn't been great uh, last year or in the last year, I think that that would be an interesting uh, matchup to see play out for two rookie quarterbacks in the first couple of weeks. Of course, I think it's going to be, I, I honestly think that this year, Trevor Lawrence is obviously the best quarterback in the division. I need to see more consistent play from him. I think he's totally capable of that. Ryan Tannehill is the most experienced quarterback by a mile. He's the old man at 34 at this stage. Um, but I think that when you look at the, uh, I think that when you look at the Titans schedule in 2023, it's going to be tough because we still don't necessarily think that they're going to be a much different football team. They'll have better depth. 
We'll see how much better offensively they're capable of being and how much the changes with personnel and coordinators make. But I do think um, that what this ultimately what this ultimately will bear out um, is a situation that's beneficial for the Titans because of the defense. That, uh, the uh, I'm sorry, forgive me, I can't remember the commenter's name, but a commenter brought up the Titans' defense not being sexy. That's where the defense matters when you're trying to fluster the young quarterbacks in the early going. Um, so, uh, let's, uh, let's move on and let us talk, uh, about the toughest game on the schedule at this point, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. What's the toughest stretch of the Titans schedule? Give me your response in the comment section. And we'll talk about it right after I remind you that the primetime show is presented by the Ashton real estate group of Remax advantage. Get the Intel edge. You need to succeed with the best in the real estate business. The best REMAX team in the entire world, as a matter of fact, is the Ashton Real Estate Group. Go to GaryAshton.com for the team that your favorite teams trust. That intel helps you sell your home without any showings or staging. Helps you find your next home while you sell your current one in this red-hot Nashville real estate market. Helps you win the buyer battle and cash in on your home equity right now. Nobody is better than the Ashton team, so trust the team that your favorite teams trust at GaryAshton.com. So, uh, toughest stretch of the schedule uh, Stephen Crozio says weeks two through six. So we'll put that schedule graphic up there. Um, so Chargers at the Browns, Bengals home at the Colts, and then uh, the Ravens in London. You know, I almost feel like we have to keep this to like a three-game stretch, right? Because you can't you can't give me a sample size of five games and call that the toughest stretch. It's you know a, a more than a more than a quarter of the schedule. At that point, um, looking at uh, a couple of different things, four through six are the three road games, says Bork. Uh, Amar says that is, I think he means to say janky London game. Well, I don't think it's a I think it's a damn good game. I think it's what's janky about it is, is it's being you know, the best game of the most compelling game is being sent overseas. Don't love that. Uh, Leo says Chargers, Browns and Bengals. I think that's a tough I think that's a really tough uh, stretch, and I think that's one that a lot of uh, people are going to judge them by, right? This is Justin Herbert. Um, it's a home opener. Then you go to Cleveland at Deshaun Watson, his first full season playing with the Browns, and then we know the boogeyman that is the Bengals for you guys in the last couple of seasons, and I know you'd like to see them beat down Joe Burrow and Cincinnati. I think that the uh, – I think that the um, – to me, you know, just because they are all three on the road, like it's tough to go at Pittsburgh, at Tampa Bay, at Jacksonville. Um, a divisional opponent in there, a conference opponent in there, and a team that I don't really know what to make of them, but I'm not going to underestimate them just because their quarterback situation is bad. In theory, the Titans figure to be the better team in two of those three games, but I'm not necessarily sure which two that they might be the better team in at this point because I think that uh I think that Pittsburgh can really give them problems and I'm fascinated to see what Jacksonville does as a kind of uh playoff run defense right divisional title defense how competent they actually are and how much uh how much better they can uh how much better they can get at this point given that they need to maximize their potential with Trevor Lawrence on a cheap deal so the three uh, consecutive road games, the toughest stretch, but you do have a bye week before that. 
um, and you will have a little extra time between weeks 13 and 14, with that being a Monday night football game. Uh, okay, that is uh, going to do it for the – well, actually, it's not going to do it for the schedule talk because there's a schedule uh, announcement. I need you to judge which of these schedule releases is better. We're going to do that together coming up next on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. The bounce back candidate in sports. Who needs to bounce back this weekend on Facebook, YouTube, wherever you're hanging out with us? Let us know who needs to bounce back in sports this weekend. And I'm going to give you an example of somebody who needs to bounce back. It's your Tennessee Titans, as a matter of fact. And it's a shame because they did something so, so well. And then they ruined it with something that I thought they could completely do without. We'll get to that here in just a moment, right after I remind you that the primetime show is made possible by True Math Fitness in the Gulch. Go to truemathfitness.com for your first workout free. Check out all their great classes. Friday, full body sweat. Get your cardio up. It's a great class. I enjoy it so much. The great coaching staff at TrueMav always gets the most out of me on those days. It gets your Friday going great if you're an early morning workout person like I am, or if you want to get ready for the weekend, get a good sweat in. TrueMath Fitness has afternoon classes as well. If you'd rather do personal training, you have that option. They even have an open gym if you sign up for one of their membership plans. So go to truemathfitness.com to check out those and for your first workout free as a Middle Tennessee resident. Okay. Um, looking at the, uh, so, uh, the Titans, uh, looking at how they need to bounce back. The Titans do need to bounce back, and let me tell you why. Because they put out a schedule, they put out two different schedule release videos, okay? One was great, and the other one was just fine. The other one you could do in any city with any number of local celebrities, and the Tennessee Titans happen to have Broadway at their disposal, and they did that just fine. Their their main schedule release video went out, and it was well-received. There was a lot of star power in it, and uh, I was disappointed. Not in when I saw the video. I thought the video was quite good when I saw it the first time. I was disappointed when I saw what came after and what they relegated to TikTok. But here's the first schedule release video. Nice. NFL kickers need more money. It's ridiculous. They're so underrated. Yeah, Crack clouds, you all right? Yeah. More waters, yeah? Yes, sir. Game on the line, it's going to be a kicker. This yeah, yeah, let's go. Push-ups every day. 100 push-ups every day. A lot of people are computational nowadays. Yeah. And so I'm going to be the one. I'll fight the next dude that touches me. Watch this dude right here. Watch this dude right here. Oh, yeah, the next guy. Got your 
get it going. He's going to get that joke except for us. Maybe if you watch the radio show too. But that's such a small percentage of people. You're an idiot. That was the Titan schedule release video. And that was also Lucas Panzeca with a cartoon character mustache. Um, I think that. So it was great, right? Jeff Simmons is the bouncer. You got Keith Urban to close it out. You got Jelly Roll, Drug of the Bar. You got, uh, you know, Nate Bargatze, comedian, Seamus from WWE. Like they got people all over the place, right? Uh, but then I saw the one that they put on TikTok and I said, oh my God, they completely did themselves a disservice. They spent all this money. They spent all this time and production value, getting all these famous people together and trying to put this thing on the, on the ground. And what they should have done is what they did do, but make it their main release. They should have just taken a man on the street, Mike, and gone on Broadway and asked people about different NFL logos, which was the way better schedule release video. What the f- is that? Rams. Oh. Um, queen. No. Oh, that's just the football logo. The Boston Bobcats. No idea. No idea. This one is the Red Stallions. Ah. 49 to 69ers. Uh, 49 to no, no, no. Stars. It's a Pirates. Um, from the islands of the Caribbean. Chester Cheeto. Tigers. North Carolina Tigers. Texas, that's the Cowboys. That's the Cowboys. Texas has got that. Yeah. <laughs> Atlanta. That, that's Florida. A, Florida Dolphins. Oh, Texan Texans. Eagles, Eagles, Eagles. Um, Pittsburgh. Who's that? Bulls? Who? Patriots? That's a Patriots logo. Don't I? They, they, that it actually does not exist. That is Nashville, Tennessee. Tennessee Titans. Titans. Tennessee Titans. Tennessee Titans. Tennessee, Tennessee Titans. Tennessee Titans. It's so much better because of how convicted 
both sets of women are when they say it's the Colts. It's the Colts. I know it's the Colts. Woo, it's the Colts. Or I'm sorry, it's the Cowboys. It's the Cowboys. It's the Cowboys. Woo, got the Cowboys. It's the Colts horseshoe. It's hilarious. It's so much better than, I'm. and listen, I, lo I love, I know a lot of people in the first video. They're all my friends. I think they did a great job, especially Coach Mack and Jeff Fisher. Like that shit made me laugh. But nothing. I mean, it's rare that they do something that is, well, I shouldn't say it's rare. It's that they do something that makes me laugh out loud because I think their TikTok has been a lot better um, in the last couple of years. But damn, if that didn't actually make me laugh out loud watching it. Uh, so I thought that that should have been, they should have just done that. It would have saved them a ton of money. It would have got, it would have done just as good on social media and uh, everybody would have got a kick out of it because I love making fun of drunk woo girls on Broadway, Chester Cheeto. And that literally doesn't exist for the Jaguars. <laughs> Two answers. So funny. All right. That's going to do it for us today. That's going to do it for us this week. Great spending time with you guys as always on the primetime show. Uh, listen, the install live show with Greg Cosell of NFL Films. For all of you guys are going, for those of you who haven't got your tickets yet, I got to tour the venue, the Hutton Hotel, the analog in the Hutton Hotel for the first time today. Guys, this place is badass. Like, I'm not even, it's not even like, I'm not even trying to sell you on anything. Like, I am legitimately fired up. I am so excited. I needed this because I've been stressing about, you know, throwing throwing an event and all these different things, uh, you know, planning and uh, logistics and getting Greg down here from Philadelphia and, you know, actually planning the show and hosting two hours with a live audience and all these different things. I've been, I've been, I'll be honest with you. I've been so anxious <laughs> about it. It's been driving me insane, but the boost of serotonin that hit me when I walked through the doors at the analog today, I was like, this is exactly what I needed it to be. And it's the only thing that I don't have to worry about with all these other, uh, with all the other, you know, 9,000 things that are going on with the live show. So I'm, I'm hype about it. We've sold a ton of tickets. You guys have shown up and shown out. We can't wait to hang out with you. If you guys want to be in on all the fun, we've got so many special guest plans. Uh, we've even got the, uh, the A to Z sports film room group helping out. We're going to have live B roll rolling on monitors all over the place. We're going to have monitors in different areas for you guys to watch Greg break down tape in real time. Greg's fired up about it. We're even going to have an after party for those of you who want to go slum it with us afterwards because it's right near Midtown. And you know that my favorite bar, Tin Roof on the Mumbrian, is in Midtown. It's walking distance. So I think we might get into some trouble afterwards and have a great time. Dustin Benton says, what day is it, Buck? It's next Saturday. Go to, uh, Bert, if you would drop the link in the, uh, in the chat again, if you would be so kind as to do so. Sorry to uh, ask you to do that last minute for people. Um, but it is May the 20th. That is next Saturday. The doors open at six. The show starts at seven. There's going to be a bar. There's going to be food. There's going to be, uh, there's so many great elements of this place that I can, I literally cannot wait. I, I, I'll be honest. I've been dreading it because you know, I, you stress about these things. If any of you have ever planned an event before, um, you know what a nightmare it can be, especially something where you like are asking people constantly to show up because, you know, people got a billion different things to do in their lives. And so why should they take time out of your day to do it, uh, out of their day to do it? But I, I, I just, I cannot wait to get people in there to see this venue. And I know that the production quality of it is going to be badass. So can't wait to have you guys there, uh, for an, a great breakdown of the, uh, of the 2023 draft class. In fact, the radio station has even produced a uh, a little bit of a video um, to get you guys excited for it, and uh, one that I know you guys, in fact, we're going to end the show with it today. 
Go to 1045thezone.com if you haven't got your tickets or Bert dropped the link in your uh, individual live stream chats for those of you who would like to uh, participate. Like I said, it's going to be a fantastic evening and we cannot wait to have you guys there at the Hutton Hotel, the analog in the Hutton Hotel, May the 20th. The doors open at 6 and the show begins at 7. So um, am I going to wear a suit? You know, I... uh. I was asked, Greg, Greg was asking me what we should wear to this thing. I don't know if I'm going to, if I'm going to go all out like game day attire or if I'm going to, if I'm going to keep it casual. Cause we're there, we're there to talk ball. You know, you guys are be, probably a lot of you guys are going to be wearing like Titans jerseys and stuff like that. Like, it's just going to be loose. We're chopping it up. We're having fun. We're drinking. We're, we're breaking down tape. Like I, uh, I think that, you know, I probably think I keep it casual, um, at that point, but you know, I'm a little extra. So maybe, maybe, uh, a, maybe a little extra casual on, <laughs> on my side of things, but we're, we'll uh, send you on the way out the door with the uh, promo video that the radio station put together, get those tickets and we'll see you uh, Sunday night when we come back and talk to you for A to Z sports primetime. If you're a fan of the Tennessee Titans, the install live show with Greg Cosell of NFL films coming up Saturday, May the 20th at the Hutton hotel. Get your tickets right now at one Oh four, five, thezone.com to hear the best breakdown of Will Levis. Really, really excited and thankful for the opportunity. And the rest of the Titans draft class.